What up, everybody? It's your boy, Cousin Oz, the People's Mailman, back for another episode with Cousin Tony the Architect. Yeah, we know this song has been played out on social media, but it's so damn catchy, and the reel with comedian Bill Hader dancing is an absolute riot. So it's become the unofficial official song of the 2023 National. Now, Tony and I just got back from Chicago, and we're going to break down the National through the eyes of the cousins. It's recap time, baby. Hey, yo, Tone, take it away, cuz. <laughs> All right, all right, Cousin Tone, the 43rd National Sports Collector Convention, which took place in Chicago, Illinois, has officially wrapped. And I must say, Tony, we had the time of our hobby lives. What an amazing experience. And we're here once again to recap with that special Cousin's flavor. So talk to me, Tony. How are you feeling right now? I'm actually feeling, um, I thought I'd be like, Beat. I mean, I know I'll sleep good tonight, but I'm like, I'm still hyped. Like the energy level is still pretty high. I have still have my voice. Nice. Like I did a much better job of, of uh, maintaining. Hydrating. Yeah, hydrating. That was big. Uh, feet actually feel not too bad, man. Got the got the insoles in. Um, <laughs> th this was a little different. Uh, we we definitely took a way different approach, I think, than last year, and we'll get into that a little bit. But uh, no, I'm I'm definitely feeling pretty good, pretty still energized. How about yourself? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, you know, came home, got to see the family, excited to see them, the wifey and the kids and the doggo. Um, she was real excited to see me Pete everywhere. Once I walked through the door, that was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that, that dude, this, uh, national, this whole experience was, it was amazing. It was unbelievable. Um, and we're going to kind of like do a chronological step-by-step, uh, how it all went down, at least for from our perspective. You know, there's other people that, that were obviously there and they're you're going to hear different stories, but we're going to give you the cousin spin and how it went for us. And for us, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just a fair warning, you might hear some alarms going off during the recording. Uh, it's Sunday night and there's deals to be had and the grind does not stop. So yeah. cousin Oz and I are both monitoring two auctions that are ending tonight tonight being at time of recording so apologies ahead of time but uh it is what it is and let's just hope we get some deals um so let's get into it uh we weren't there wednesday thursday was our travel day mm -hmm. and we ended up getting to rosemont by the time everything was all wrapped up like 1 30 ish something like that so you know lo lost some time in the morning but there were still you know the show closed at six so there was still plenty of time to uh, get that going, so just talk to me about your mindset, either on the plane, were you thinking about pickups or strategies or anything like that? Yes. Uh, you know, the main thing that I had talked about was taking my fanny pack. So I decided to take not so much 12 of my bangers, but more so 12 cars that I, I had outgrown, that I was willing to move. Um, so they ranged anywhere. The comps from a hundred bucks, most of them were like a hundred to 150 bucks. Some were 250 to 400. Um, you know, so altogether, if, you know, if, if everything were to go according to plan it, and they paid comps, which I knew wasn't going to happen, but it would have mm -hmm. been like $3,300 worth of cards if I were to sell all of them. So I was, you know, wanted to take that money, uh, plus some money that I had saved up to go ahead and, uh, you know, try to work some magic and see what I could pick up. And the whole point was to get a couple 
you know, at least one banger that I would be able to say, yeah, that's part of my, you know, cornerstone of my collection. So we had spoken about this earlier, what we really wanted to do. And uh, so that was my mindset. And, and of course, you know, always on the back of my mind was the trade night and making sure everything was ready to go for that. That was like the big, big, you know, elephant in the room when it came to it. It's like you can try to say, OK, we're just here at the National and we're you know going to look for cards and this, that. But it's like Friday night, we're actually hosting, you know, a trade night and hoping and praying that everything goes smoothly. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll get to that as yeah. we get to the Friday stuff. But yeah, I mean, that, that definitely was top of mind, too. Uh, for me, I didn't going in with no plan or no real targets. It was, was kind of chill. So just took the plane right in, just put the headphones on. And, and before you know it, we were there. Short flight, too. That's I mean, it, yeah, it, I, I like that it's there. You know, with, it's like an hour and a half flight for us. Mm -hmm. Actually, I thought it was two, but it, it wasn't that far. So we get to the show, get the lay of the land and <laughs> what what a what a land. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I saw it like I ended up for me. I told you, I said it, looked, it was like two shows because the way the convention center was laid out. It was like this common area where whatnot and, and the main stage was there. And then you just had the two kind of sides of the show. You know, mm -hmm. there was corporate on both sides, vendors and all that stuff. So to me, I was like, you know what? This is almost like two shows in, in one. Um, definitely did not, you know, spoiler alert, did not see every table. Oh, no. And uh, and that and that's not because the life coach wasn't there. Yeah, It was just because we again, we took a way different approach and um it was just a lot more chill. Like, I don't know. So, I mean, how'd you feel about just the way it was laid out? I mean, the layout was cool. Like you talked about like the whatnot part in the breakers pavilion. I mean, you walked into there, everything, a bunch of yellow all around the place. The lights seemed brighter in the ceiling and it was just a more upbeat vibe. And then you would mm -hmm. go to the left and it was like just more cool, mellow, a lot of vintage. I don't know. It was like almost like stepping back into time, you know, and going back to the old school way of collecting cards, yeah. you know, on the one area. Um, and man, it just went on for days. I guess they had like th 300 more tables than they would normally have, um, which was crazy. So, you know, you just cards for days, you're looking and looking and then, you know, as you're walking and you're going along, you're bumping into people. So that's another reason you get distracted. So that's like the first day you're there, you're getting hit with the, you know, just looking around, trying to figure it all out. And then you start bumping into people saying, what's up? and taking pictures and giving hugs and then you start talking so it just you know there's so many things that you can get distracted with so that that first day was kind of like bumpy when it came to you know actually looking for cards yeah yeah and one thing I, I i was made sure i took care of last year i don't know what it was man and maybe there's a name for it or something but I, carmine talked to uh talked to me about it too with looking down at the showcases while you're walking at one point i felt like i was like drunk last year I, like i had like get my my bearings i was like yo what's going on it took me like a few minutes i was like it was weird it was like this had like this wavy thing going on yeah. i made sure this time to like lift my head up every once in a while and like you know look i don't know what it is again it's all you experts. like get like you said get your bearings yeah. and another thing that i decided to do i normally wear contacts i've worn mm -hmm. contacts for years and i only wear my glasses when i have to at nighttime when i take them out but this time you know with the contacts and stuff sometimes when you know they get dry the the glares and things start to get blurry the later you go on during the night so i was like you know i'm getting too old for this let me put my glasses on and doing that my eyes were not as tired so it really helped me like you know the whole day because if i knew if i would have had my contacts in by like nine o'clock at night or even by the end of the show by 5 30 i would have been like yo man we got to go back get some, you know get some drops in my eyes because you know you're just doing and looking at so many things 
Um, and you know, us old guys, it, it's, it can take a toll <laughs> on you. Yeah. Yeah. So like this time I, I learned my lesson from before and just little, little things like that. Um, so again, Oh my God, card overload. I'm looking at cards. Um, didn't pick anything up on Thursday though. A lot. It was a lot of meeting people. Um, and trust me, man, I mean, we, we met a lot of people, I'm not even going to, you know, maybe names are going to come up as we go along, but it's not, we didn't, you know, first of all, thank you to everybody who reached out. It was super, I mean, dude, it's, you know, it's a cliche. It's about the people, blah, blah, blah. And some, oh, it's not about the people, it's about the car. It, that was, to me this time, man, it was like the perfect mesh. It was all about the people, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was, it was cool. So again, you know, if we met up, trust me, man. I mean, we, we actually, the first guy I think we saw when we walked in was Jeremy Lee. It's yeah. just like, it was like, oh, wow, I mean, you can't miss them. Yeah, Jeremy but, uh, Lee and uh, Leighton Sheldon. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of right right in the front as you went in through there. So, um, so yeah, no pickups for me on Thursday and none for you, right? No, not Thursday. Nope. Thursday was just, like I said, just getting uh, getting everything together, coordinated, just going, getting the lay of the land and uh, hooking up with everybody. Um, you know, then we when we had a little something, something late, you know, that we had planned later on. So we were looking, you know, forward to that. So as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, then we saw the boys, uh, big Ken and Rob set up over there in the corner. They, they had a nice spot over there by Beckett. So it was cool to see them doing their thing. And then show closes, like I said, no pickups for either of us. And then it's uh Wolfpack dinner time. Yeah. That little, little steak action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> steak seemed to be the, <laughs> The meat of choice. <laughs> uh, I couldn't get enough of steak for these couple of days. Uh, definitely got my overload. But yeah, that that was super cool. We went to uh, Gibson Steakhouse, right? Yep, yep. Gibson Steakhouse. And what's weird about that is like you know you're, you're sitting in there. We're sitting at dinner you know, with, with all the other guys, and then in walks Emmett Smith. Yeah. A few minutes later, in walks Warren Sapp. <laughs> it's like you know you're sitting around, you're having dinner. There's Hall of Famers all over the place. Yeah, that's like, nuts. Yeah. And they're probably thinking, man, you know, there's Oz. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, but that's pretty. It's pretty surreal, you know. Like first off, you're at the national, you're hanging out, you're looking at all these cars, and then you finally get together with the Wolfpack that you've been, you know, you've developed these relationships with. You're talking to these people every day, so we finally get to all be in the same room at the same time, you know, breaking bread. And then here comes Hall of Famers walking through the door. So it was like, you know, icing on the cake. So it was pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, Except had a nice dinner, did all that. Thursday was super low key, um, and then it'll it until the evening where we stumbled across. I mean, listen, let's talk about these trade nights real quick. Um, it's it's great. I mean, don't get me wrong, but some of it the collectors do get a little out of hand. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you start moving things off the you know, if a hotel has a shelf with with fake flowers or real flowers, you're taking that off and you're putting your cards on there. Probably not the best way to go about it yeah so that's just you know but hey yeah you know it's all about that prime real estate so a lot of these guys (laughs) they're trying to you you want to move your cards you know obviously you've been trying if you're a regular person you you took your uh zion case to the the national you maybe try to hit up a couple dealers nobody was biting on what you have a lot of people are just trying to get rid of what they had as far as dealer wise so not much going on so the trade nights is when us regular people us regular joe schmoes want to try to do the most action so if you can get as close to the entrance or you know anywhere near where people are going to see you 
you know, that's prime real estate. So people try to do whatever they can to hunker down and, and get down there so you could get your cards and, and get them get them seen and try to make some action happen. Um, but it was crazy, man. Like, it, you, you know, you walk into to this place, Lowe's, and it's just like up the hallway, down the hallway, in this room, and then around the corner. Just people set up everywhere. It was just insane. I was like, wow, this is – it's just, man, you, you, you don't – really think about it like people are this close to stepping on people's slabs yeah. you know people are drinking things yeah. are getting sloppy um <laughs> and the later the night goes it's just man yeah. it's it's you want to talk about card overload you know you already have that going on you know w- with the show and then you you know extend it into the wee hours 12 30 1 30 at night mm. yeah yeah i mean you have a guy there was a guy with a on-card auto of michael jordan and tiger woods yes at cards, that. probably tens of thousands of dollars. It's just sitting on the floor. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but it's it's um, it's not really for me too much because yeah. the stuff I collect is not really trade night uh, kind of inventory. I wouldn't um, say that. I mean, you figure, you know, you went to the trade night last year, and that's where you got your main guy. That's where right. I was about to say that. Right, I was gonna say, but within that, there are a couple of guys who have. Little vintage here and there. Yeah. You know, you got most of them got all the nice, shiny, shiny, the new prism, mm-hmm. all the, you know, the QBs and all that, that stuff that is just all that new prism stuff. So that's what you're looking at. Um, and then some people got the 90s and then it goes back all the way to some people having some pretty cool vintage. Um, so you never know what you're going to get. That's the thing. You kind of got to hit up everybody. And then there's people that walk in and they're carrying their case around. And unless you say something like, hey, what's in your case? They could be having some craziness sitting right in there, but they're just, you know, it, it can be if you're not that kind of guy that's outgoing or has, you know, like I was talking about the cojones to do something like that. Mm-hmm. You'll just walk around and not really say anything to anybody and feel like, ah, do I really belong here? And is my stuff yeah. good enough? So it's it's really a mind game. And, and you got to just go ahead and, and, and try to go above that and say, you know what, I'm, my stuff's probably just as good as anybody else's and even if it's not there's always people that are just looking to pick up stuff on the cheap to go ahead and flip you know what i mean stuff that's just liquid so you never know uh you know what what what's gonna sell so you can't just sit there in the corner and just hope and pray yeah. somebody just comes up to you you got to really make it happen when it comes to those trade nights yeah yeah you can definitely pick up a, a bit of a complex with that stuff but um as you're talking i'm thinking i'm like yeah, like if you go with with a friend or you hook up, I mean, dude, at the end of the day, or you you know everybody who was there knew. I, I highly doubt that someone was there all alone. They had to have known somebody from Instagram or something like that. You reach out, you can reach out. Hey, are you going? That way, at least you're not by yourself and you can put your stuff out. Because like you know, I sat there by myself and nobody. I was like, I was bummed out. Mm-hmm. But if I if I'm sitting there, like I sat there with you and Craig, I yeah. I, like, I put my cards. In. I I didn't. It wasn't. I was just hanging out. Like it didn't really. Right, so either one, but then everybody and their mom was coming to Craig. He had that soccer fire, and yeah. it was funny because it was like either there were soccer collectors from overseas were coming to check them out with the British accents, and then you had kids that had no idea about soccer coming, trying to buy soccer because they knew it would move. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Craig just sit there, do you even know who this guy is? What what color jersey is he from? You know what I mean? And, you know, and, it, and Craig was like, to the one kid, he was like, nah, I'm not, you know, you don't even know what this is, bro. I'm not going to sell it to you, you know, do some yeah. homework and come back. Yeah, props to Craig on that. Um, before I get into that, I'm in the middle of a heated battle here with this stupid extended bidding. Um, you know, I was about to win the damn things down in three seconds. Somebody freaking bids. Ah, but and so, you know, onward we go. 
But uh, yeah, with Craig, he he, um, I told you, I said, dude, I'm got to buy soccer just to get people to stop. And I mean, we we ran into um, there was two kids from uh, England mm-hmm. came over, and the other guy, I don't know where he was. He was also from overseas. But uh, just seeing soccer, I, I don't I don't know nothing about no soccer like that. But just seeing their passion, I'm like, man, these guys are really into it, and they're just yeah. going in and on. And, and Craig's, you know, going tit for tat with the guy and, and all this stuff, and you know, and. A kid comes over. Craig has a kaboom. Little kid comes over. He's like, "Hey, how much on that kaboom and whatever?" And I let Craig, you know, I mean, well, Craig will tell it too. But just watching him, you know, little kid's like, "Ah, it's a kaboom. You can't go wrong." He's like, "Yeah, but do you know anything about this card?" The kid's just seeing dollar signs. Mm-hmm. And Craig's like, "Dude, no, I'm not going to sell you this card because you know if it doesn't go right for you, it's it's going to bum you out, man." Yeah. And little kid's just you know, oh, it's a kaboom, and everybody will buy a kaboom. No, nah, not necessarily. <laughs> So, he was convinced. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. I've heard of the guy and it's kaboom. Can't lose. You know, there, there's you can always lose in this game. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So that goes. I mean, we didn't. St- I guess man, it was pretty late for us. Yeah. But I mean, I we left on what about 1231 o'clock? Yeah, I think so. That, that was that was pretty late. And then Carmine. Uh, Carmine spent the whole night like we left and we thought Carmine had gone back, but he apparently stayed to like yeah. three in the morning making deals, yeah. you know, between, uh, you know, the Crosstown cardboard guys were just killing it as yeah. far as trades and deals. Those guys were on fire. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was cool to see those guys in action. So that pretty much ends Thursday, man. At that point, you know, grab, grab some, uh, grab the Uber and hit, hit the road, man. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, dude, we, tomorrow, like I knew Friday for us was going to be a big day. Cause it was yeah. all day of cards and then into. Right. Yeah. And so I, and speaking of which, like before I, we move on that night, sitting next to Craig, I wasn't getting any action. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had my cards put out, so I kind of got a complex. I was like, well, did I bring the right cards? Am I going to sell anything? And then before you know it, I sold two of the higher ones and, you know, I had like 600 bucks off of the two cards. So I was like, that had me feeling pretty good. I was like, okay, you know, cause I, my thing was like, yeah, <clears throat> I had the potential to make 3,300 if everything went well, but on the downside, if I can get a hundred dollars per slab and I got 12 slabs, that's 1200 bucks. I'm good. So I was halfway mm-hmm. there. So I was like, I'm golden. You know, I got two more days to, to try to get a couple more slabs and, and work it that way. That's dope. Actually, I put out I just put out like three cards. I put my will out and I forget what other card I had, but one the other one was the Allen Iverson Duncan Go Nuts. Mm-hmm. I think I guys kept picking it up and I was like, hey, this is what I'm asking for. I said, go find me another one, you know, that looks that nice, that's not yellow like that. And they would agree. Yeah. And then they'd want it at 60 or 70 percent. Like, it's not happening. Like I have <laughs> I'm not in any rush to sell that. I'm like, I will sell it at the right price. And um, I said, there's a guy, probably two people over from me that I can probably get what I want for it. And um, yeah, so I was like, nah, man, I, I held firm. You know, dude, dudes yeah. were like, you know, some guy was like, dudes. Yeah. That's a great idea on your part. <laughs> yeah, a little foreshadowing on that uh, uh, there. So Friday comes, man, you know, now we get a full day of the show. And I actually picked up five cards on Friday. I went to, I had my booth numbers. And I went to the Clemente guy. There was two Clemente guys there, but I went to the one guy first and ended up picking up, yeah, one, two, three, four, five cards. And I'm probably going to do a, uh, like an Instagram, like a review of all this stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I actually picked up, between everything, I picked up 17 cards and was gifted two. Wow. So 19 Jeez. cards. Dude, I've never bought 19 cards. I haven't 
bought maybe even five cards at a show, let alone 19. <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, come home with 19. So, um, yeah, I ended up picking up. So we go over to that guy's booth. And it was cool because not only is he a Clemente dealer, he's got Clemente stories. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you were recording it or whatever the heck you were doing. At one point, where me and the guy are talking, he looks at he's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> he kind of gave me that look. He's like, I'm oh, recording you, buddy. Yeah. I, just, I forgot to ask permission. My bad. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have asked the guy. But, well, he know. started going into his whole story about how, he, you know, he got his Roberto Clemente rookie cards. Uh, and it was just fascinating. I said, this sounds like a great story. Let me get this on record. Forgot yeah. to say if it's okay. <laughs> yeah well too late <laughs> yep. um so yeah picked up five cards from him and i'm just looking at this auction here it's ending i can only see if somebody bid again to extend this thing into like round 38 of of extended bidding <laughs> this thing is like a yeah of course they did jeez louise is this a card or a memorabilia this, what is this? this is a card it's a card um anyway so picked up uh one two three four five um Actually, the one card is a regular card. The other stuff is like I started to get into a little bit of goofy stuff a little bit with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, picked up uh, 1965 Tops Transfers, Bob Clemente. It's almost like a little like those uh, rub-on tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah. You showed yeah. me that one. Yeah, that's so got that. Cool. That thing is flipped that around. Um, this is, So I actually bought all of these all at one time from the same guy. So we got I was able to get a bit of a deal. 69 tops deco ledge. This is a black and white. It's actually not bad. It's a PSA 7. Pretty mm. nice centering on that. So the edges on that card, were they purposely cut yeah, that way? Yeah, they're purposely cut that way. Yep. Yep. So it's um little little decal action on the, so on like the uh... ribbed for pleasure. <laughs> yeah, one could say that. <laughs> one could say that. <laughs> Um, another one is I'll go out of order a little bit here, but this is a 1972 Daily Juice Roberto Clemente membership, like a membership fan, like a fan club membership card. Mm-hmm. This was a hand cut and actually a uh, PSA nine. So Ooh. that that you would get that when you were part of the uh, the fan club. Wow, that one's yeah. uh, almost yeah. perfect. I know it's pretty good. Hand so cut. Pretty- they got the good, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they got the good, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the other one was this one. I love this card because this is like damn near a color match. Tough card to get, uh, without chipping. It's 1971 tops. Uh, it's card number 630. This is a PSA 7. And the thing with this card is that the black edging usually see you see it pretty chipped and you get some whiting on it. But um, I'll actually blow this up so you can see a little better on YouTube. But that one is pretty good. This was actually the uh, the one that I liked the most out of this lot that I bought. Yeah. Um, because I've been trying good. to, yeah, I've been trying to get this on eBay for a while, and the good ones they go, you know, because they're they're hard to find. So when you find a a decent one, they 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 get pretty pricey. Right. The other one, which I had no intention of getting it until I saw it, I was like, you know what, you know, because at, at this point, I knew I was gonna, you know, get a kind of a bulk deal. And this is the 73 car, but the Opeachy. And this is a PSA 7, and the centering is pretty nice. So now I'm, I've now opened the Opeachy rabbit hole. So now all these cards you can get in Opeachy? Yeah, um, most of them. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not mm-hmm. an expert on that. I have to check that. Um, 
So there are some, I don't think there's a 55 OPG, uh, you know, stuff like that. I'm not a hundred percent sure, not an expert, mm-hmm. but the, uh, the, the gate has been, the OPG gate has been opened. So now it's like, you know, here we go. Nice. So got all those, bro. Yeah, that was dope. Um, it was nice, nice vendor. He's very nice. He, he and his young son got to talking to them a little bit, you know, obviously, you know, he starts telling stories about how he's picking up cards Really cool Clemente stuff. Um, so that was that was that was nice. At that point, the floodgates are open. It's mm-hmm. on. Yeah, man. So yeah. you get that. You went on a little shopping spree. I did. I knew. I was like, you know what? I, I probably shouldn't go over to this booth. This is probably gonna be really bad. But uh, I mean, once listen. you walk up to it, you could just see all the you know the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Clemente. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was so many things. Type one photos, all kinds of craziness. Yeah, so I knew you were going to be hooked once you went there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he um he had already uh I followed like somehow we have some kind of online correspondence, so he had put out his stuff. So I saw some of his inventory. I was like, "Ooh, I need to get over there and check it out." I, I was ha- I was happy to have have those booth numbers ahead of time. That helps. Actually, you know what? That probably screwed me up from seeing a lot of the show because there were specific booths I wanted to go to, and I would just mm-hmm. go there instead of right. We were walking but, right by to get to those booths, mm-hmm. and we probably missed a ton of stuff. It was just, man. So while you're doing that, I'm just, you know, perusing the area and just looking and directly, you know, catty corner from that one. That's 90s heaven when it came to, uh, you know, the inserts and everything. It started with the Kobe that had some Jordans and then hit. here comes the Allen Iversons and the Kevin Garnett's and the Anthony Hardaway's. I was like, ooh, it's getting ugly up in here. So I was like, all right, just chill, chill. You know, because then it's like, all right, which way do I want to go? Do I want to get this one? Oh, I like that one. So it was like kind of like every single one. And I was like, let me just take my time because it's like you never know what you could find just a couple tables down. So I just, you know, duly noted. You won? Yes, sir. Congratulations. You're going to reveal what you want or you're just going to hold it in? Uh, Yeah, no, I can. I can. I can reveal it. This this is a tough. Uh, now, hold your thought because what, what you yeah. have to say is important. This is the uh, 1962 tops bob clemente this is another one that the very similar to the 71 with the uh black edging getting the all ch- like chipped up mm-hmm. this is the 62 and this has um it's like a wooded like it looks like wood like the border so that as well um this is a psa 6 oh yeah but the thing about this one is, if you see, if you're watching on YouTube, you see that little yellow diamond up there? Mm-hmm. That, sir, indicates it is a uh, top uh, 15% eye appeal rating. Really? So, uh, you know, it's got the, uh, my, I believe he's uh, Mike Baker. Yeah. Yes, sir. So it's got now, that does little. Does he work for PSA? I don't or know. Or is that a separate? That's a separate, it's a separate thing, I think. Yeah, I think he's like a. I guess he's an he's the eye appeal expert. But yeah, I was like, I saw this come up. I'm like, uh, crap, I gotta get this. So, got that another one off the list. So it's like, uh, I I, like two months I didn't buy anything. Now it's like an avalanche of cards here. Hey, so at least you have something to look at. I do, I do. So back to your. uh, So yeah, so here I am looking at this one. It was like probably six showcases of all the the nineties heat that I've been clamoring for when it comes to Allen Iverson. But like I said, I I took my time. I said, let me look around because that was the first I seen of it. I knew there would be more. 
So we kind of just, you know, held off and started walking the floor a little bit. We bumped into Carmine and Carmine was like, yo, man, did you want to see? I, I seen a guy's booth that had some Stranger Things. I was like, yeah. So I knew Tops had a Stranger Things uh, booth going on as well. But, you know, we had bumped into Manny and Courtney. They said, you know, they had something going on. So I thought Carmine was going to take us to the top Stranger Things booth. Um, but he was actually talking about a dealer. So he takes us all the way to the back. We get there and it's uh, Mr. Slabstock's Aaron, Aaron Nowak, who we had uh, interviewed previously. And we all know he's a Stranger Things freak and he has tons, you know, all the uh, autographs. So it's kind of it's it's funny because him and uh, Sports Car Dad, they go back and forth. They get all this stuff and then they buy it off of each other. And a, the one will get an auto and sell it to him and vice versa. And they got all this Stranger Things heat. So, I'm, you know, I'm looking at that and, you know, the prices are kind of ridiculous. I'm like, do I want to go spend, you know, two, three thousand dollars on a Millie Bobby Brown auto right here? Or do I continue and stay focused on getting an Allen Iverson banger? So I said, let me hold off on the Stranger Things and let me continue looking. Um, so we come up to a booth that just has complete ridiculousness. Um, you know, one part, one end there, you know, you're looking at one of one logo men. Uh, I think Dude, I had to walk away. Yeah. There was a Larry bird. <laughs> we asked, you know, there was a Larry bird, one one logo man and an Allen Iverson, one one logo man right next to each other. So I was like, yo, Carmine, he was like, Oh man. So we're like, yo, what, what, what's the price of the, uh, the bird? And he was like 75. I was like 75. 75,000, 75, you know, hundred. Yeah. he's like 75 K. I was like, good Lord. What's, what's the Allen Iverson? 35 K. I was like, yeah, that's not happening. But those are freaking wonderful cards. Jesus. Yeah. These, uh, and you'll continue, but these, we talked about these numbers that they come up with. I mean, <laughs> you know, I guess you can comp it to other cards, but I mean, that's just, come on, man. Like, I mean, it, you know, when it comes to those types of cards, you know, the one-on-one logo man has become like the yeah. it card, you know, logo man. And then one-on-one on top of that. And I believe the uh, Larry Bird actually had an on-card auto as well. The the Iverson, I don't think did. Yeah. Um, but the, the, you know, so you had Larry Bird's on-card auto, the logo man. And, uh, but when you have thing. multiple one-on-one logo, man, it's like, yeah, I mean, either yeah. way you're going to, you know, whoever yeah, yeah. owns that, they're going to comp it at. No, it, it's kind of like, all right, one on one on one logo, man. You know, it's already at a certain price, you know, minimum 15K. Now, let's see who the actual person that's on yeah. this logo, man. You know, if it's somebody like Luca, then it jumps to 100. My shit. Sometimes it goes to 4 million. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let, yeah. Let's keep it real. That's what yeah. sold, you know what yeah. I'm saying? A couple of years ago from, you know, Shine purchased that one. Um, so the numbers get absolutely ridiculous. So if you're looking at it according to Luca paying 4.2 million, selling a Larry Bird for 75k, that's you know chump change. If you yeah. if you're messing around in that in that type of field, to us yeah. it's ridiculous. But yeah, then I mean, when you look at it at what the hobby views these kinds of cards, you know 35k is kind of a bargain. I don't know. Yeah, the 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 Larry Bird should be 20 million. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he, I mean, he only has a bunch of titles. Uh, apparently, that doesn't mean bunch anything. Of titles, bunch of MVPs, like yeah. you know, one of the greatest, probably top. You know, yeah. we'll say top ten player of all time. Stop um, buying caca. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good luck with that. Sorry. We saw a lot of caca being bought. <laughs> I know. I'm like, God, these guys days. are doing anything, and these guys are shelling out this freaking money. I'm like, what are we doing? I'm like, God. 
But anyway, I digress. Yes, stay focused. (laughs) So, you know, as we slowly walk down the aisle, uh, you know, same same guys. It's like a a huge, you know, booth. They're all in cahoots. uh, But, you know, each guy has their own showcase. So I I work my way down to the second to last. And I see this uh, thing that catches my eye. And it's pretty shiny. And it's gold. And it's an Allen Iverson. And it's one that I'm very familiar with. And it stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, hmm, that's a card that I might think about purchasing. And it had a sticker price of, uh, should I say this? I don't know. It was very yeah, expensive. People, pe- people like. Uh, yeah. And so numbers. does my daughter like listening, <laughs> my wife listening, yeah. and then I get All slapped right, well. across the face. Let's just say <laughs> it was a nice, nice chunk, change, nice chunk of change. So Carmine comes over. He's like, bro. He's like, look, he pulled up the, the card ladder. He's like, all right. He's asking, you know, this amount. I just looked. There was one that went exactly at that amount that he has, you know, the last comp. So it, he had the last comp on there. But then the previous four or five comps were about $1,000 less. Hmm. He's like, so just meet him in the middle, you know, knock off 500 of what yeah. he's asking. And I was like, that's a good idea. So, and it's funny because you're recording the whole thing. So me and Carmine are going over, you know, what our, my strategy and Tony's secretly, you know, the voyeur that he is, you know, secretly uh, filming the the whole transaction as it goes down. That's the one thing though. I like, I try to like, cause I don't, I don't like, like uh, the whole cameras in the, in the face of the, of the buyer. And then, so I just, I just do that for us. So that, Hey, look, if you want to see, cause it was kind of cool watching you guys um, go, you know, Carmine's like talking you up, not, talking you up but give, actually you know he's giving you like advice like, hey, yeah i mean carmine does this in his sleep right. so i'm not you know i'm not gonna sit yeah. here and act like i do this all the time you know like i usually do my stuff my damage on ebay and every once in a while at the show so but carmine's used to setting up used to trading and doing the whole nine so you know he right away was like dude bang 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 i was like that's a great idea so i go to the guy <clears throat> i asked for 500 less on the um the asking price he's like yeah i can't do that and uh, he goes, you know, so he met me in the middle, you know, mm-hmm. so 250. And I was like, <sighs> so then I had those cards. I still had, I only had sold two cards. So I still had 10 cards that I could play with. And I said, okay, would you mind doing a trade for the, yeah. the remaining amount? I'll give you the amount I said in cash. And then the 250, you can get out of the cards. So then he's looking through the cards. He finds one card that he likes. My comp was about 400. Um, he's like, I'll, I'll take this card. And you know what I mean? Plus I was doing PayPal. So then he, he was in a tizzy for that. So since yeah. it wasn't cash and then it became a, you know, whole big to do that, like the whole time this guy wasn't, uh, what I'm saying, he wasn't very helpful and yeah. almost seemed as if, you know, he didn't want to do the deal. Well, he actually seemed like he was just bothered altogether. Yeah, bothered altogether that I was even asking questions and trying to buy a very expensive card off of him, which was, you know, insane to me. It's like, dude, you know, sometimes these dealers, I I bumped into about three guys that were there at the National, the Super Bowl of the hobby, that seemed as if they did not want to be bothered. They could care less if you were looking at their cards. Yeah, And it's like, I, I don't get it. Like, what, what do you have that's going on that's more important than selling the cards that you've been waiting all year long to come 
You know, like I, it's like it boggles the mind. If I was set up at the national, I would have hors d'oeuvres, massage chairs. I, bro, I would have <laughs> fluffers. <laughs> I was going to say that because that seemed to be the theme of the weekend. But yeah, I would have card fluffers mm -hmm. so that by the time you get to the booth, you're ready to make purchases. But yeah, you're um, ready to seal the deal. Yeah. So what was the um, card, bro? So the card was. So obviously I did the he accepted. He He took the cash that I offered plus the card which was a little bit over and i said deal and here we go this is the 1997 ultra stars allen iverson gold say eight and wow. that puppy shines bright like a diamond this thing is pretty pretty dope now this card we have a history with this card tony not this one in you know specifically but you had purchased the gem mint 10 in the silver version which is kind of like the base right. version and i always thought that that card was I had no idea there was a gold version. Neither one of us did. So we were nope. thinking, oh, man, because we were looking at prices on eBay and they were asking tons of money. And we're like, yo, you got the Gem Mint 10. That's crazy. Yeah. And then I find out a little bit later. Oh, no, no, no. There's a gold version. Yeah. And we're like, oh, nice. Yeah, I know. Um, so shout out to my man, James Benoit, who also had a PSA 8. And he's he came onto the show. And uh, when we did a card of the week special, when he had gotten his. And yeah. we had him show it. So since then, I've kind of like been fiending for that card. <laughs> um, he actually, I think he cracked his card out of the PSA yeah. and put it into a, a one touch. He likes all his cards in one touches. So, yeah. you know, shout out to him. So that makes my pop report drop by one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the old. Uh, I told you though, the one thing though with you, um, with you using PayPal or electronic, sometimes that that hurts. Sometimes that hurts. Yeah, you know, you, you guys, the cash, cash, money talks. Yeah, yeah, cash is king, and I purposely didn't take cash. I, I, I just, I can't. I don't like carrying cash like that around. I hear you, but then you're, then you're like, yeah, then, then you're, then you're still, but then yeah. it was like it was like for whatever reason, my internet's working great all day. We got to the back of the building, and I'm having shoddy reception. I'm like, here we go. So then I felt like that meme, like I told you. Uh, these guys, uh, Key and Peel. I don't know yeah. if you guys remember when he's sweating like bullets and it's just the water's coming out. I'm like, Jesus, I'm trying to get the PayPal to go through. And right. it's not, you know, the the circle just keeps going on and on and on. I'm like, this guy's going to say no. This guy's going to say no. Yeah. But uh, thank God uh, Tony was able. I, I had to use Tony's phone. He was able to get through on the PayPal and we, we you know, transaction was made. Right. And yeah. I was able to bring this beauty home. So, yeah, this is definitely one. This is a cornerstone. Nice. Uh, that I can add to there. That's dope. By the way, you got a two minute warning on your auction there, pal. Oh, yeah, my uh, yeah. There you go. Which... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so oh, so we uh we ended up finding the. By the way, let's address the real quick the uh, air conditioning situation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's back to the day. Before. So Wednesday was really bad. We weren't there yet. Right, and it it was the thing was it's hot. It was it was over ninety degrees both days that you know uh, Thursday and Friday. I didn't know if we were in Chicago or, or L.A. or Texas or where the hell. But um, so, dude, I mean, it's gonna happen. It's a huge ass building, but where Rob and all them were set up, it was it was nice. But now yeah. where the curator was, yeah, that's so curator much. was <laughs> not so yeah. much. He had to get a couple fans to get some air circulating there, and it was it was crazy. You could feel it. The yeah. ceilings are extremely high. Um, yeah. Doors were open everywhere. It's kind of hard, I guess, you know, to, to keep the, the airflow cool, with, and especially with all the body heat. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so it's going to happen, which, uh, by the way, speaking of the curator, I'll, I'll uh, let you do your thing. Concentrate there. I got to give him a special thank you. We go to his booth just chit-chatting, and he asked me if I brought my Mike Tyson PMG. So, yeah, I brought it. He goes, ah, you going to show it off? I'm like, yeah, I mean, why not? It's like it's the Nationals not only about buying and selling. You you have your cards, and people are going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I got a gift for you. It's like, really? I was like, are you going to tenderize me, or is it like <laughs> you set me up for something here? But now he's like, hey, I got a gift for you, man. He gave me this Mike Tyson. It's like a, a cartoon-type drawing. It's by a guy named John Brindley, and um, I'm going to have to get this thing great. It's really nice, man. Yeah, that's he's like, Yeah, He's like, I have a couple of these uh, – uh, graded uh, he goes but here you can have it really sharp card man nice edges and all that good stuff and yeah i'm gonna definitely gonna get that uh slabbed up so a special thank you i gotta post that um special thank you to the curator for hooking me up and um so that was kind of nice it's like uh oh you always say about um someone's gonna take the time to gift you a card or whatever, man. Yeah. It's super dope. So I was like, wow, he caught me way off guard with that, man. Yeah, we, we got caught, caught off guard twice uh, yeah. this, this this week. So yeah, uh, yeah. looks like yeah. uh, Cousin Oz won. Let's go! Now this is... Nice. Um, <laughs> this, this is something I wasn't planning on doing, but I guess this is the next big thing. On the down low, I know it's starting to. Uh, man, I was like, people starting to, it's starting to get into the uh, how you say that into the ether or or no, yeah. not the, it's starting to just get into the mainstream a little bit, and that's that's not good sometimes. But go ahead, it's not good, but you know what? <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna hype it up, I'm gonna pump it, but it's not, <laughs> I'm not trying to resell this thing. This is for my collection, so I got an, an original vintage Michael Jackson authentic PSA type one photograph. Uh, like I said, 1970s, very rare. As uh, soon as this thing stops circling, yeah, you know, just make sure. Right. I haven't gotten confirmation. Oh yet. yeah, I know. Gotta love that. But it, you know, I definitely outbid whatever it ended at. So um, that's cool. Get, as soon as the thing pops up, I'll show it's you. It's all good. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, oh, so Friday night before we get to the big props to our guy Shane, and we're gonna hook up with him to you know kind of go over uh the national from you know from the uh how do i say it like from the three of us maybe yeah. some faction style faction style yeah yeah but dude they had their main event mm-hmm. um you know that went off without a hitch you know there was it was a little touch and go leading up to the days with the rumors of the national yeah you rob know. touched on it on his uh podcast right. his first uh, recap of the national where you know every, you know the, the news came out that anybody besides car collector two was going to get shut down so and shane you know he he had word like physical word people are talking yeah you're not going to be able to you know do it and so he was like you know freaking pissed off and yeah for good reason you know so he was able to pull it off man and needless to say both both trade nights were, were a huge, huge success. And, you know, we, we know that everything that went on behind the scenes and, you know, how hard he worked and how hard you know, we worked to put it together. So for everything to fall into place the way that it did was, was, was cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I went over there. And I sold cards. Yeah. I actually sold cards at this. I sold, uh, I think like seven to him. And then I sold one on Saturday to somebody else. Um, but yeah, I sold a lot of cards of uh wrestling cards that I had just been sitting on. 
So like, dude, I actually, I was able to sell cards at the show and bought cards, but like, it was like, that's the way it's supposed to be. I was like, oh, okay. This is how this works. So, um, <laughs> so it was nice. I got, I got recouped money. Like I came back with money in my pocket and more cards than I expected to get. So that worked out great. Sweet. But yeah, I went over there, man. They, they were cool, man. They were giving out uh, prizes and all kinds of stuff, man. They looked like a real chill vibe. So it was, it was, it was real nice to ha- see him and his crew be able to, to get that thing off and, and running and they, they had a blast, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And yeah. Rest By the way, time. Shane's nephew, <laughs> killer in the making. We met, met Shane, we met his wife, we met his brother and his nephew, little guy. And, and man, that little dude was wheeling and dealing, man. Yeah, he was. So it's just, it was really nice to see that. Um, so, and other than, and then, you know, I guess the main thing on Friday was our <laughs> trade night happened. Uh, that was cool, uh, to say the least. Um, oh, my God. Where do we? I mean, the fact that, you know, at first we were like, oh, I don't know if people are going to come. Then it's like, I don't know if people are going to find it because it was downstairs. You kind of had a, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, you know of, at first when we, we had no idea. So we thought once we walked in, it was at the uh, Crown Plaza. Right. Um, so you walked in and they had a, a big ballroom that had all the curtains up. So I was hoping it was right there because you, you just walk down and you go right in. I was like, OK, this is cool. And then we found out, no, it's on the lower level at the Kitty Hawk. So then you go down to the lower level. She's like, yeah, yeah, just go down there, go down the steps or take the elevator down to the lower level and then make a couple lefts and a right and you're there. So not knowing that these hallways were like, you know, forever today. Mm-hmm. And then you have a ton of ballrooms down there. They're each named, you know, like the Kitty Hawk and all yeah. kinds of government names, yeah. like airports and crazy stuff and stuff from yeah. like the, the Air Force and the Air the army and stuff so then we finally find out where it's at and you know we're like man this is gonna be tough for people so we figured you know we we need to get signs or something going to make it easier for the people coming in but we had the manager come in and we made sure told him to turn the ac down as low as he could um because it was a pretty pretty nice size room but you know the amount of people that we figured were going to be coming that that would get packed and once that body heat that would take over so we you know he was able to do that and like Rob said, by, you know, we, we put starting from, you know, six and ending at nine, people were there like five twenty-five, five thirty. <laughs> you know, these young bucks coming in, setting up, getting prime real estate. We had some tables set up. So they come in right away. Bang. Um, you know, we had a, an, a couple come in the, the guy and the girl, the guy, he, he traded cars and she did Pokemon. Um, yeah. and you know, they, they were really cool, real nice. So she spread out uh, her, all her cars on one side and he did his on the other side. And then, you know, we, we were talking about that. He had a couple of nice Allen Iversons. And so what I was doing, like, you know, little by little, as the people are coming in, I'm, I'm seeing what they have almost, you know, playing like the host, like, okay, yeah. if I can see what they have, then if somebody comes in, yo, what are you looking for? Oh, I'm looking yeah. for Pokemon. Oh, I got the right person. Oh, Hey, I'm looking for this. Oh, soccer. Hey, boom. So it was kind of like pretty, pretty cool playing that matchmaker when it, when it came to that aspect. I like um, that. I yeah. like that. That's so why you're doing that. And that wasn't happening any, uh, you know, not to pat ourselves on the back. There was some stuff that we did that wasn't happening at other train nights and that matchmaker stuff. I just, we, we went to a couple and we didn't, we didn't see that happening. So nah, nah, nah. because they're all impromptu. So nobody was really in yeah. charge of it other than the card collector too. And we had attempted to go there when, you know, I don't know if we mentioned it, uh, the night before on Thursday night. Uh, and yeah, that wasn't happening, bro. Like that, you had to go upstairs, you had to go up the escalators. And then once you made a left, 
you're walking down these hallways that are razor thin with no air circulating whatsoever. So it was already hot to begin with. Then you get into these hallways and then you got to wait for it to open up. And we were like, yeah, that's not happening. Let's, let's roll because you could easily get claustrophobic and pass out. Um, so yeah, I'm, yeah, I wasn't, what wasn't about that. Um, but I'll tell you what, you're going to have to, one of your new aliases is, uh, is, uh, the card Cupid. <laughs> so card Cupid. Card Cupid, man. Uh, so listen, um, the vibe at that, uh, our event, I, I thought it was, people mentioned it a couple of times, um, with having the DJ there, you had the hip hop, the R and B playing real cool vibe. You had the cash bar. There was, it was all an all ages event. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, there was, you know, the kids behaved. They didn't try to hit up the bar. They, they, you know, they, you know, whatever happened behind around the corner. I, I don't know. Okay. But uh, we didn't have any issues as far as that. At, at one point, you know, he said the manager walks in. He had like this look on his face. I'm like, oh, no, this is where this thing goes sideways. Yeah. So I'm sitting on yeah, the floor like... looking. I, I, you know, I, I sit up in front of everybody. So directly in front of the door. So I'm trying to get rid of these 10 cars that I have. I'm like, all right, I got to make some money now. Um, so I set my cards up and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden the manager walks in and I just see him. He walks in and he's like shocked. He's like, damn, he's looking around. You can see like the wheels are spinning. And I don't know if it's in the negative or a positive manner, but to me, it looked negative. He's scratching his chin. He's looking like, damn, I'm thinking he's going to call the fire marshal or, or tell us, you know, we got to wrap this up because this is getting nuts out of hand. Cause at that point it's shoulder to shoulder in this room and it spilled out into the hallway. And I was like, Oh man, I see him looking. So I quick get up, I get my cards. You know, I was like, I don't want to be, you know, cause he had seen me earlier. So I didn't want to like make eye contact that he would come <laughs> over to me. So I quick, you know, rolled over. And that's when I went over to you and the Rob, I was like, yo, I just seen the manager and he didn't look too happy. So let's just, you know what I mean? But Rob was like, really? I was like, yeah. So I don't know what's going on, but he, he walked out. He's like, all right, man. You know? So we kind of like left it at that. Um, but dude, <laughs> the, the best part was the dad that had come in with his son who was about, what was he like 11, 12 years old, like 12 years old, 12 years old. He walks over, you know, this was before everything got packed. It, it you know, it was pretty nice size amount, you know, amount of people in there, but, not not too bad so the guy walks in and he's like hey you know i don't know if this is too much trouble or if i'd be allowed to do this but uh you know it's my son's birthday you know i brought him here and you know we're looking to have a great time and so i was wondering if i can go ahead and buy pizzas for everybody you know we can and i could celebrate his birthday here and i'm like you want to buy pizzas for everybody here yeah yeah i was thinking i could you know if i could feed everybody here you know i'm good with it if you guys are good with it and me and Rob and Tony look at each other like, hey, bro, you know, you, you can do what you want. You know what I mean? We're not going to say no if you want to feed the people. You know, that that's a benefit to us. But, dude, there's going to be a lot of people showing up here. This thing just started. He's like, no, no, it's good. It's good. It's okay. You know, it's for my son. And, you know, it, it's it'll be a great, you know, something to remember. And we're like, cool, cool. No, no, no problem. Um, a little bit later, you know, that guy disappears. So I'm like, oh, I guess this isn't going down. He, I don't see no pizzas. I said, yo, tell him where the pizza's at. Tony's like, I oh, don't know. <laughs> There's like 500 people in the room. The pizza was gone. Uh, <laughs> but fast forward, uh, rewinding back to, to the manager. So later on, uh, he comes back and he, he, I see him approaching me. I'm like, well, this, this is where this thing ends. Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, um, can I buy you guys a drink? I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, this is fantastic. And I was like, okay. I was like, so it was cool, man. I mean, he was on board. And I said, everybody behaved. It was cool. Um, I, I kept peeking out to make sure that the, the you know, at one point, they kind of started crowding the bar. 
Yeah. Say, hey, guys, can you please back up off the bar? I said, you can't, you know, set up cards and just, people got to walk. Mm-hmm. People looked at me a little sideways. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to ask you nicely. Mm-hmm. Like, I will kick your ass up out of here. I, <laughs> you, you got the wrong one, bro. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. Yeah, like, like yeah, this is my thing, bro. Like, yeah. Bro. So, uh, you ain't messing my shit up. Nah, exactly. I was like, you got me. Yeah, man. Nah, this ain't, this, this ain't it. So they got the message cleared out back to normal. We're cool. Great event. Right. Um, and it went in, you know, on into the wee hours of the night. You know, at one point, you know, you, you did your little uh, dance routine. Yeah, even people. before that, we, we finally yeah. met back up with the dad and the son. Uh, so right. he walks in with, with cupcakes at this point in time. So, you know, the pizzas went out the window. But he had brought in a couple cupcakes, you know, not to feed everybody, but just, you know, for his son and, and some people. And I was like, yo, let's, let's sing happy birthday. You know, let, let's get the DJ to stop the music and we could all sing happy birthday. I thought it would be real cool, you know, for the son, 12-year-old kid to experience. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that would have been crazy. Dope. I would have been, you know, high-fiving my dad. Yo, thanks so much. You know what I mean? So we we stopped the music. You know, Rob got on there and, and you know, the DJ and we, we we sang happy birthday to the kid, everybody, which was so cool. So that that just goes to show, man, like the the car community, the hobby, you know, everybody could have been like, what are you, what are you talking? I'm not going to sing. Yo, people were harmonizing. The one dude I was yeah. was next to me was singing his ass off. I was like, yo, that's good <laughs> harmony right there, bro. He's nice. like, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. man. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, I said the vibe was awesome. Uh, I, I, I told you last year, you know, leading up to this, I, said, I didn't know what this event was going to look like mm-hmm. what it was going to feel like it felt different it felt cool it felt you know it was a little more grown yeah vibe you know it was like, grown vibe but there were kids there yeah you know what i mean so it was a good environment for everyone you know what i mean it yeah. was professional um you know the music just just gets everybody in it like you know people's heads are nodding and you just get comfortable you know what i mean and you don't have to worry about anybody hearing what you're saying you can you know go back and forth and just right. the, it, that kind of takes away like you know, if you're just in a room and everybody's there listening to what you're saying, all in your business, mm-hmm. you put the music on and it's kind of like, okay, nobody can really hear. I can have a conversation right. you know, with, with this first person and, and, you know, really do my thing on the DL. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, that, that was pretty dope. And then Rob had spoke about it. Like the one guy just came to him. He owns a club right next to where we're going to be next year in Cleveland. He was like, yo, whatever you guys did here, I want you to do at my club. You know, I, I want you guys and, you know, I would love to host it and you guys, you know, have it there. And, uh, you know, Rob was super hyped about that. He said, yes, <laughs> listen, man, I told you guys this is what it's all about. You know, I was like, bro, yeah. you know, we seen the vision and, and you know, you know, it, it, it's easy to get distracted and, and say, ah, that's too much. You know, you see figures coming, you know, I got to pay for this. You got to do this. Then we were able to be fortunate enough to get a couple sponsors and Joku and Veriswap. You know, they came on board and, and helped out a lot, a lot, which, you know, really put things over heads. And we were able to get T-shirts and we were able to get cards. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was just a whole thing. People, you know, big time people. Jeremy Lee, you know, was one of the first ones there. And he was there for a while kicking it, which is yeah. pretty cool. Then the GC, the great curator showed up. Yeah, Erica, love what you connect with her people. Like there was people she she you know, she brings a friend. It was just a really cool. Shane brings his wife. Yeah, like that sports, sports car dad, dad with his wife. His yeah, you know, you know people. You know you got people bringing wives, girlfriends who may or may not be into cards. But there was a mom there who had two little boys. The last place she wanted to be was there. But I said, hey mom, there's a bar over there. She's like, are you kidding me? I said, yeah. She goes, I'm gonna go grab a glass of wine. The boys can do all <laughs> all they want now. I'm gonna go chill over here in the corner. Yeah. Like. 
It was just loving life, drinking her margarita. Like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So it was a yeah, it was a grown folk vibe, but you know, with young bucks were there. Everybody was had a real. I mean, listen, I didn't receive any complaints. You know, so no, no. And um, then, like Rob had said, we we bounced. Like we went over. We yeah. was you know over to Shane's thing, came back, and it was like around what? It was late, bro. 10, 30, I don't know. Yeah, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, where we kind of like we're like, yeah, we're done. You know, let's go back up to the room. We go back up to the room. And to me, this was my, my favorite part. We all go up and we're all in uh, Rob's room. And it's Rob, Ken, and Carmine are each sharing the room. So we're there. We're sitting on the bed. Some people are sitting in chairs. And Rob comes up. He's like, I just ordered 40 pounds of pizza and it's coming soon. We're like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, bro. Deep dish. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. So it was nice to be able to grab some grub with the boys. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then we ended up going back down this later on, seeing what was going on. And, you know, well, that was after Ken, Ken stayed down, like Ken had gone yeah. back down. Yeah. Then he, he shoots us a text. He's like, bro, they just kicked everybody out of Lowe's. <laughs> There's 250 people that just rolled into our stuff when it's already shut down. There's no DJ, no bar. They don't care. They just needed a spot. And they came, came and posted up in there. And this thing just kept going all night long, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, that was that was fun, man. It was nice to put a like I said, we put a little paw print on the on on the hobby landscape that night. And I was you know I was proud to be you know part of it with you guys. I told you guys, man. I was like, yo, this this thank you, thank all you guys for chipping in either ideas or just helping out. That you know you're going upstairs to go go grab people when they didn't know where the trade yeah. net was. Like yeah, little Ken, Ken like had that. mentioned, he's like, dude, I made a couple yeah. trips like every couple minutes, and people are kind of just standing upstairs in the hobby, not knowing where to go. So I was like, oh, yeah. man, can't have that. So I would I went up, you know, a couple of times, did the same thing like every 10 minutes. And I would always find stragglers. I'd be like, come on, let's go. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, man, big thanks to the crown. Big thanks to all you guys, uh, all the people who came through. Like I said, if I didn't if I didn't mention your names, not on purpose, it was just a whirlwind. Oh, Ken Carl, though. Ken, Ken Carl, Carl. Oh, my guy, Ken Carl, come Matthew, through, 1956 Tops guy. Absolutely. I mean, we met everybody, anybody that, you know, people that we have been following us, we've been following them, yeah. you know, they've been uh, reaching out to us on our podcast. Yeah. And, Iowa, know, Dave. Uh, Iowa Dave. Iowa yeah. Dave. Blake Thornton. Yeah, all kinds of boy. Yeah, man. Uh, so, look, Friday, that, that was dope, bro. We And then, you know, ended that. Went to bed. <laughs> At that point, man, we're just exhausted, man. And then Saturday was cool, bro. Saturday was, you know, last year I felt like we, we were always in that race to get to the Stranger Things line. Mm-hmm. This time, man, we just the show we did the, a lot of the show, but it was take it easy. Went it, went to IHOP in the morning. Yeah, man, just you know, <laughs> all, all yeah. Did I think we did it the right way? I, yeah. I do. You know, if if you're all about the cards, you know, they're probably like, dude, you guys waste a lot of time. I think we had we found the perfect balance between enjoying. Cause it's also like a vacation too, somewhat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you're working all the time, stuff like that. Like, you know, so if you're not going to Florida, like, what what other time do you have to kind of just kick back and relax like that? So it's like, you know, get a couple of days off. You, you got to enjoy the, the city too. If you know, if if it if there's stuff to do. I mean, it depends yeah, where it's in at. Chicago is definitely stuff to do. So you had yeah. made reservations for us to go to a very popular spot amongst the people that actually you know the real people that live in chicago um yeah. to go to visit pequods um so yeah. we had several recommendations i think were you there before yeah yeah i had gone before with the wife yeah so, so yeah, you had already cool. been there so you know yeah, it was supposed to be just me and you 
right. as far as you told me, but you had made a reservation for four thinking ahead. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I figured that once we got to talking about it, we we're going to either invite somebody or somebody was going to ask if they could, you know, roll with us. And absolutely. I got to talking with Sean victory investments. He had said he was planning on going maybe into the city, do some photography and stuff like that. I was like, dude, why don't you meet up with us for lunch? He's like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, All right, man. And somehow, uh, well, then Carmine, you know, he heard it. And he's like, oh, I, goes, I don't mean to invite myself, but I'm going to invite myself. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's go, man. Um, we spent a lot of time with Carmine. Listen, Carmine's like the little brother now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we kind of I've taken him under my wing. You know, he, he's taught me a lot of stuff, uh, you know, when it comes to the card hobby, just, you know, the ins and out of trades and things like that. And I, mm -hmm. I'm digging his whole vibe and just him being so young and experiencing everything brand new and making the, that transition moving all the way, you know, from Oregon and then coming down to, you know, South Carolina and just, you know, it's a big change for him in his life right now. And, you know, him reaching out to me, which I spoke of, you know, a couple, couple of weeks ago was, was, it meant a lot. And, uh, you know, we, we've developed a bond and, you know, this whole, Bro, it's amazing the bond that we've developed between everybody. You know, we, we've seen things that were like, man, I didn't know that that was you. You know, like Big Ken is really Big Ken. You know what I mean? Like yeah, behind the scenes, he, he's an animal. And, you know, and it's just that you, you, you form these bonds and you get to really, you know, get to know these people and you just get closer. And so that was pretty cool. We were able to, you know, take Carmine and then, uh, you know, Sean actually picked us up in his pickup. We drove down and somehow, some way, we ended up in a parking lot a mile and a half away from uh, Pequod's itself. So we we park in the garage and we, we you know, we get down, we take the elevator down and Tony looks at the GPS. He's like, all right, we're a mile and a half, mile and a half away from Pequod's. I'm like, what? Yeah, what I don't know. I don't, about? I don't know what happened with Homeboy's uh, GPS there, but it was cool because we, we walked a mile and a half to 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 get the appetite going and we walked a mile and a half right back and we were lucky because yeah. our reservation was for 12 right yeah we were a little late it was what <laughs> one it was 30? quarter of it was quarter of one by the time we we hit traffic you know like and what, you know walking down there but right. needless to say they uh they they held it down for us they were like you can go but you got to get out by 1 30 <laughs> yeah yeah I was like whatever so um but before that man sean you know we get in with this guy man this guy's an angel He's like, hey, guys, I got you some presents. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you man? want your gifts now? We're like, what do you now? I think he's messing around. He's like, nah, I got you guys some stuff. You want it now? Ah, well, I, you know, he pulls over. I'll get you right. your stuff now. And we're like, yeah, okay. And he yeah, really man, did get know. us some stuff. So what did, what did he get you, sir? Yeah, he gives me a, I was like, he, and then he's sneaky, man. He sends me a message earlier. He said, hey, you, you have this one card in a PSA 9, right? And it was like, a, he sends me a picture of a, of a Clemente card. I'm like, no, I, I don't have that one yet. I said, I got to get it. He's like, oh, okay. He goes, I, I thought you had it. <laughs> okay, whatever. So you know, I get in. He's like, you know, he gives. He's like, here, here's a, a, a gives me like a package. I'm like, what the heck is this? I open it up, man. He gives me this card is sweet because I've been wanting this, but you know, I didn't get it. It's a 1972 Kellogg's Roberto Clemente. It's almost like a uh, not 3D, but what do you call this thing, Oz? When it's like a like a like a lenticular, yeah, lenticular card, kind yeah. of thing. Dude, it's a PSA one, and the freaking centering on it is amazing. Dude, that was amazing. Yeah, I'm like, dude, what? And I actually uh, texted him today. I was like, hey, we got back. It said, just wanted to say, you know, it was cool uh, breaking bread with you and all that stuff. And I said, somehow, some way, I'm gonna get you back. I don't know how, but I said that little sneak attack. I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, gonna, 
Good job. And you know, it's kind of you feel bad. We're like, damn, I didn't think you know have enough foresight <laughs> to to get him a gift. Yeah, man. So I was like, man, that was you know we that's stuff you know meet through the hobby and and you know and yeah, that, I was like, I was floored, man. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So then he's like, all right, all right, Oz, your turn. I'm like thinking, <laughs> what could he possibly you know get me? Right. And you know him thinking I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. He goes ahead and gets me two magazines, uh, you know, Michael Jackson on tour. Ma- you know, this thing is a megastar magazine presents. And it's just, you know, old school magazine from the 80s showing Mike in his glory. And here's another one, a teen stars photo album, rock stars has the Jackson five, you know, has uh, Cindy Lauper, boy, George, uh, who the hell's down there? David Bowie, Rick Springfield. <laughs> so it's like a, a blast yeah. from the past from the 80s, yeah. which is so cool, so awesome. This took me right back to, you know, my what was a Tiger Beat, Tiger Beat days. <laughs> Sheesh. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That that, that was cool. And he gave me like and some cards. Also, my, my, my daughter took the cards. Nice. <laughs> so he got me like six of the uh 84 tops, you know, uh in, in the uh the top loaders, the Michael Jackson cards. So my daughter's like, Oh, I think you already have these. I'm gonna go ahead and take these. And I'm like, What? And she just went upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that that like I said, that that was cool, man. Pizza was good. And um oh actually we struck a deal at lunch. Oh yeah. Almost forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I finally moved that Dunkin' Gonuts. So the whole reason I was uh, selling these cards was to get, you know, a thousand bucks. I wanted to get a thousand dollars to go ahead. Tony was like, listen, you know, I'm gonna hold this card for you. If if you get the, the number that I want, you know, I'll sell it to you at what I got it for at cost. And I was like, bro, I got you. I said, I got 600. I said, I'm going to make sure I get the other, the 400. So I ended up selling like uh, four more cars. So I got over the, uh, so I, I made, yeah, I made a pretty, pretty decent. So I came home with like, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four, five. So I still have five cards. So out of the, so I sold seven. I made um, about seventeen hundred. Nice. Yep. Nice. So I, I was able to get the Dunkin' Go Nuts. The up, Immaculate Dunkin' Go Nuts from Tony, which uh, the Gem Mint 10, which I always talked about. I was always super, super, super jealous, like really, really jealous that he had this card because it was always, you know, one of the cards that I wanted to get. And I was waiting, waiting to get the uh, right copy, making sure it wasn't yellow and being a Gem Mint 10 as well. So when he snagged it up, I was like, man, <laughs> you know, so I, I didn't want to get it. You know? And then finally he was gracious enough. Thank God he didn't sell it. Uh, you know, that first trade night and he was like, bro, I'll give it to you, you know, for what I got, and you know, which was a tremendous offer and uh, I couldn't pass it up. So thank you, cousin Tony for, uh, you know, you blessing it. me. So now with the gold and the Dunkin' Go Nuts, those are two cornerstones. Uh, yeah, those are two bangers. Actually, you got to put a new uh, sleeve on that. Um, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, that was it. The sleeve was a little beat up. I was like, yep. Jesus. That's but, the first um, thing I did. Nice. I had a fat sleeve on there. I need a yeah, yeah. Dominican one. For sure. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, another card I got gifted. Uh, uh, Carmine gave me a Donovan McNabb playing golf card. He's like, here, bro. <laughs> He's like, I have it. He goes, this is in my case. He goes, this. Yeah. I was like, cool, bro. I'll take that, man. So nice. got that. So would you say you're the Donovan guy? <laughs> I guess so. So that was nice, man. I got got gifted a couple cards, man. I, I mean, that's that's above and beyond, man. That, that it really is. I mean, that's, 
it, it was cool. Um, so, you know, thanks to those guys, man, for joining us for lunch. That was fun. Then, um, like you said, we hooked up. I, oh, I told you when Carmine, you see Carmine and Sean, they're just talking like if they knew each other forever. And I, yeah, and I told man. you, I said, I said, you know what's funny about cards is that um, it definitely brings people together where, you know, you both have the same passion and you just start talking about cards. And then before that, the, the conversation just goes somewhere else. And those two guys were like, you know, talking like, like again, like if they knew each, each other, other forever. Yeah. yeah. So it was nice to see that. So be on the lookout for a, uh, Sean and Carmine uh, collab. Yeah. <laughs> At some point. The but, hottest new podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah. So we go back to the show again. And um, I guess, yeah, at this point, you're done picking up cards. I then finally, oh, I went, you know, I, I told you I was looking to dig for some 56 tops uh, commons. And, dude, the prices on some of those $3 cards, $4 cards, like they're like seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm like, oh gosh. I'm like, we're doing this, man. A couple, a couple binders, or some guys had them uh, in, you know, bargain boxes, flipping mm -hmm. through them. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm like, these guys are crazy, you know, with some of the stuff. And I finally, um, I forget what happened. We kind of went separate ways somehow or another. I said, hey, I'm going to go over here, you go over there, whatever. And I did find a booth and I ended up picking up. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven raw cards, including uh, card number one, which is William Harridge, the president of the American League. Oh, wow. But um, so I got those, but I was also able to pick up these are slabs that are going to be cracked. And it is what? Oh, I picked this up too. I forgot about that. Um, this guy is card number 113, Mr. This is actually sports card therapist, this guy, Phil Rizzuto. Nice. So I'll be cracking that out. Uh, some dude you might have heard of. His name is Warren Spawn. This Warren is actually Spawn. not bad, man. This is, so all of these are all under $100. This one was a little more expensive, but this one you might have heard of this guy. He is a, the famous Boston Red Sox outfielder, Mr. Ted Williams. Yeah, it's pretty Got good. Got that, which is I was happy to get this. So the, the Williams and the Spawn I bought from the same gentleman. Actually, the Williams, the Spawn, and all these raw cards got from the same guy. So we were able to work out a pretty fair deal. Um, at first, he was looking at me like I had three heads. And I was like, hey, I mean, I actually had the comps with me. Like, he goes, you know what? He says to me, you know what? I'm going to give you the I'm tired, I'm grumpy, and hungry price. This is, <laughs> this is an older gentleman. And at this time, it's around 4 o'clock on the show. I, I said, oh, really? And he goes, yeah. He goes, just, you're good, kid. He goes, take it. I said, all right. I said, I'm going to come back in half an hour when you're even more tired, more hungry, and more grumpy. I said, the prices are going to be even better. He started laughing. <laughs> so picked those up, and I had to go back to um, my boy one more time to the Clemente uh, – guy that I bought all this stuff from and I went back. I already have this card, but this was actually one grade up and the registration is way better. So I'm going to just put, maybe put my other one on eBay or just trade it away. But this is actually his, the last card, the uh, 73 so PSA six, but not bad. Um, got this at a pretty decent price. I went back. He's like, Oh, you're back again. I was like, yeah, man, let's do something. He's like, yeah, I got you. So um able to pick that up. At this point, I was like, all right, I am all carded out. Yep. And I finished <laughs> off with a uh, – I said, you know what? 
I've been talking about doing the 1986 Fleer, my PSA 9 set. And I came across a uh, Clyde Drexler at a pretty good price. And Tony and I did a combo deal. What what, what card did you that's get with the, this? I got the uh, – oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's where I got the spawn. I did the Rizzuto and the Williams. Yep, I got the spawn, and we did the Drexler yeah. together. Yep, so we are like, yo, throw these two together and give yep. us a great deal. So we were able to go ahead and get – I got a PSA 9 Clyde Drexler and the 86 Fleer. And then <clears throat> as we're coming to the close of the show, we come across a uh, pop culture – thing and tony's like dude oscar the grouch so there's an oscar the grouch card graded and it was uh autographed by i guess the guy that voices oscar the grouch because it obviously wasn't oscar the grouch because he's fictional but um they were asking 500 bucks for it i'm like i'm not paying 500 but i mean I, I would love to have the card don't get me wrong so now that now that i know there's an oscar the grouch card i'm gonna be looking for it um yeah. but for 500 bucks i was like nah but then right beneath that I happened to see one of my favorite, uh, how can I say, horror guys, uh, scary uh-huh. villains, and that would be uh, Mr. Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger. So I had picked up the, uh, it's it's autograph, it's PSA graded, and this is a, uh, it's a photo from Robert England. So half of his face is Freddy, and the other half is his regular face. So it's pretty dope. And I was like, you know, so growing up, Nightmare on Elm Street was uh, probably, my, you know, he was probably like my favorite guy because I just like the way he talks shit. You know, just like <laughs> he, he would not only kill you, but he would talk shit while he was doing it. So I, I really got a kick out of that. Always made, <laughs> always made me laugh at the corny jokes that he would have, you know, before he killed you. So that's funny. Uh, by the way, there is currently a PSA 9 Oscar the Grouch card on eBay. Ooh. So I'm gonna no signature, that. no signature, but I'm gonna send it your way. That way you can start um, searching. You know, Sweet. maybe you can find one with the signature. But now, nah, finally, uh, let me get this picture up that I wanted to show you of the oh, Michael yeah. Jackson. Let's winner, see. winner, what you got? Let's see. Let me go ahead and bring this up real quick. So this is old school so this is circa 1970 so this is pre you know this is when he's a young buck so that's a type one right. photo nice yeah and that comes with a uh certificate that, that comes, comes with the psa certificate letter of authenticity so it's slabbed up and it, it brings the letter of authenticity so it's it's good to go sometimes you got to be careful with these type one photos because you yeah. don't know the origin of them so they a lot of yeah. provenance with this one so that that's something you know, to, to add to the collection, the Michael Jackson collection, which is ever growing. So type one photo, pretty dope. Yeah, man. Well, congratulations on that, bro. I like that. Uh, so Saturday night, man, we do dinner with the Hobby Hotline guys and some dude named Dr. Beckett. Yeah, he was uh, there. Yeah, he was there. Um, very nice gentleman. It's uh talks to you like, you know, he's not cool yeah. down to earth you well, know, it's really. funny because uh you know he walks in and tony and i were seated at the front of the table next we're at the kid we're at the kids table <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we're at the front and you know dr beckett walks by so then you know cousin john newman and uh was it danny black introduced us and they're like hey these, these are the cousins this is you know cousin tony cousin oz and then uh so dr beckett looks down he doesn't say anything so he looks at me he looks at tony he pauses and it was like a long, awkward pause. 
and he goes, do you guys really have to look alike? You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like, I mean, seriously, come on. You guys look exactly alike. <laughs> and then we shook hands and he kept walking. I was like, well, maybe if I take my glasses off, we won't look exactly alike. Yeah. <laughs> so he cracked the joke, which is pretty cool. You know, he broke the ice. Um, man, it was a great dinner. Uh, another steak. I mean, I was all staked out by the time this trip was over. Um, yeah, so we had a great time. And then John Newman pitched in. He bought dessert for everyone, which was pretty cool. I was chopping it up with the hobby Yoda, Rich Klein. Yeah. You want to talk about a gentleman cool. that, uh, has experience and information on the hobby for days upon days and stories. I mean, this dude, we talked the whole night. I was just asking questions, just picking his brain. And it's like unbelievable. The, the, the knowledge this has man, this man has when it comes to cards. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm like, dude, he would just, you, you just tap a little subject, man. My man would just go off. Graphic memory, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So it was cool to, to 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 hear him, you know, and talking about you know, sharp. Stories. You know, he's a little bit older now. You know what I mean? He's getting right. up there, but he's very sharp. So he's like, you know, how old are you? And I was like, forty eight. Oh, so you're born in 1975. Like right off the bat, didn't even right. think about it. You're born in 75. Right. Okay, so that means, and he's breaking down what era right. of cards it was, and who was in basketball, and who was in baseball, and what. So I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that was dope because he also, you know, we, we learned, you know, he talks industry because we we don't yeah. get too much into industry stuff. Yep, because he's uh, the yeah. you know one of the heads of the Comp C that right. whole operation. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we we gotta we gotta peek into. Uh, someone said we gotta peek into Mount Hobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like you guys have been initiated or you know into into Mount Hobby. Don't forget about the little collectors when you get up there, and we're like, nah, 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 nah. Dude, Kevin's we just funny, we just man. infiltrated, you know, for the good of the realm. We're trying to make sure that things go, you know, everything's copacetic. Yeah, no, nah, them guys are cool, but uh, but Kevin Kevin's funny, man. Actually, you know what Kevin said? Uh, Cormier, uh, if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, but he said it's funny hearing podcasters in 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 person because he listens at 1.5 speed. <laughs> so to hear our voices at regular speed, it probably you know throws him off. He and I we, we were talking <laughs> while you were, yeah, he and I were talking while you were watching the Iverson rip the uh, oh the yeah, flare. That's so, a whole other story for a whole yeah, other day. We'll, we'll, we'll save that. that. We'll yeah. save that for Thursday. Thursday night. Yeah, there's some other stuff I want to talk about uh, that I saw at the show that I want to save for Thursday. But, yeah, so we had dinner, man. It was really cool. Thanks to uh, John for putting that together. Really appreciate it. Um, and everybody who was in attendance, that, that was a good time. And uh, we ended up then Saturday night, you know, ended the night with a little fight night action. Yeah. yeah I went had to the casino, UFC. River, Rivers yeah, Casino, River. and uh, – Saw a little yeah. bit of USC, a little bit of boxing right next to each other. So it was pretty cool. You're like looking at one thing and next thing you know, somebody's getting knocked down over here or yeah, there's a grapple yeah. here. And you're like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, that was a nice way to end the evening and the basically end the trip. Um, you know, five minute Uber ride home to the hotel and dude, <laughs> we were like slumped by the end of the night. Yeah. So, but Hey, listen, you're going to, I mean, you got, you got to take full advantage of it. Um, yeah, because it, it's this is once a year at this point. It's it's what are we 364 days away now? Yeah, so um, we're already but, uh yeah. booking, booking <laughs> venues and yeah, hotel rooms, right? But nah, man, dude, it was it was fun. Like I said, we took a different approach, and I, and I thought we we really nailed it, uh, hit it out the park, you know, Yeah, I, every, everything. The funny thing is, we all when we had the uh, the national prep with the wolf pack and we all got together and we all talked about what we wanted to do everybody did exactly what they said they wanted to do and, and, and yeah. nailed it 
So I thought that was pretty dope. We kind of predicted the future when it came to that. So, you know, kudos to everybody for sticking to the game plan and executing. Um, that's a big thing because, like I said, you can easily get distracted when it comes to this. Um, yep. Yep. So, dude, I got – man, I got cards for days now to go through. I got um, – actually – one, two cards while we were the one tonight and another one at dinner with Dr. Beckett and all them dudes. I, I said to Newman, I was like, hey, um, ordinarily I would probably get the side eye from the wifey for bidding during dinner. Uh, he goes, oh, no. He goes, you're, 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 in, a, you're, you're in a safe space. Here. Yeah, we, we, we enable that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I was able to win, a, win an auction during dinner. Um, so it was two auctions that um, I picked up you know during this national time that probably would have gone a little bit more expensive than than you know than they would have any other time but uh so i actually have two cards coming in the mail mm -hmm. and um it was a productive week so i can go back under my in my shell for not buying cards for a while don't forget you still have the heritage auction right i do heritage let's keep that on the dl Brian edwards yeah let's uh <laughs> yeah let's uh let's keep that on the dl for now until uh I don't, I don't want to have any, any, uh, I don't want to ramp up the competition. So, uh, <laughs> and we'll then you have that, but, uh, I'll say for Thursday, my, uh, Gary V friends experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. We can talk about that. So yeah, Thursday live, we'll do some more stuff. Um, yeah, this, this is, we try to, you know, I mean, geez, we're going on almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Try to, you know, give you kind of a, a diary of what, what went on, but there are other things that, we saw throughout the show that we'll we'll touch on on Thursday live because I, I actually want to get the feedback of the chat with some of the stuff. Yeah. So um yeah, well, shoot, you know, Rob's breaking yeah. it up into three three different episodes. So we kind of like kind of condensed it. Condensed you know? it all. So we'll do we'll do it in basically two. So hour yeah. and a half today, hour on Thursday should hopefully cover yeah uh, everything. Yeah. So uh again to everybody who we met, who reached out, who we saw, all that stuff, man. We appreciate you guys. It's fun. We we met a bunch of new people. Um, so that's that's always cool. Mm -hmm. Dude, I, I would uh, our, our boy, uh Dr. Collectible. Oh yeah. <laughs> that dude look, there was two people no Denny's <laughs> cards and Dr. Collectible, they won the national. Them two dudes were everywhere and anywhere. Uh, you know, if if it wasn't, you know, seeing them running around like a chicken with their head cut off, they're posting, you know, every five minutes. So those two guys, you know, they did their thing. Um, yeah. So shout out to them two guys. Shout out to Mama Breaks. I seen her in the wild. You know, we had a pretty good conversation. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that stuff. But, yeah, man, this – Overall, this 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 national was a complete success, man. Like there was nothing I could say I, I have a regret about. You know, I, like, I, I did everything I, I set out to accomplish and uh, and then some. So yep. I agree. It was fun, bro. I, I was uh, he had a good tag team partner. Um, yeah, dude, it, it was fun, bro. It was fun. I told you we said I was like I wish all the other cousins would come. Yeah, man. Uh, being punks. <laughs> punks. But you know what? That's you know, the wolf pack has uh has there made up for that. And we're all one big family, man. And like yeah. I said, this, this these last couple of days with those guys and, and the amount of bonding that's going on, that's something, you know, that that's gonna last, you know, for life. You know, it's just it just felt like home, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I said, everything was cool, you know, being at the show, but damn, going back to the room and just us vibing in the room and mm -hmm. kicking it those couple of nights. 
um and just having a blast that to me was 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 fun as hell yeah there was no awkwardness because sometimes you know when, when you meet some people from online it's a little like oh you know whatever but now nah. it's like we were like college buddies you know what i mean they're yeah. getting together and just like yo remember yeah. this remember that yeah yeah <laughs> luckily nobody got no keg stands so no we, no, we were no, good. no. <laughs> i'll tell you what tony and i could talk all night long when it comes to this national the city was great the venue was great and the cards were great but most of all the people were great Shout out to the hobby community, everyone who attended the National, and even the ones who didn't. You guys are the reason this hobby is so great. So give yourselves a pat on the back. Y'all deserve it. We're already looking forward to the National in 2024, so get ready. The Wolfpack is coming for you. Now, if you like what you're hearing, give us a follow, rate, review, subscribe, and spread the cousin's gospel. And as always, keep focused, keep positive, and keep collecting. Hey, yo, Tone, bring the beat back.